Hey, what's up, La Familia? You crazy football-loving nutters. This is Ray Hudson, and you are luxuriating and listening to the Inter Miami podcast with a stupefyingly magnificent Jay and Alex. Two lads who are as electrifying as a hairdryer thrown into a hot tub. Stay tuned, because you know what it's going to be. It's going to be magisterial with an amplifier. Join me. Messi. 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 Listen, we're going to need some folks around us to help make that sound better because God knows he used <laughs> us up there. Drunk as shit. He's not going to want to stay. But, ladies and gentlemen, the saga is over. The weight, the chaos, the unadulterated copious amounts of stories that we hear week in and week out it's done it's finito it's la fin it is done thank god i am so happy i mean honestly i would have been happy this was over with either way this was gonna go but obviously a lot more happy with it going our way the league's way everyone i feel like wins except eh, you know one club in spain and uh, a whole league in a foreign country. But whatever, that's not our issue because, ladies and gentlemen, we got them. We got them. We got them. We got them. 2.5 years, two and a half year deal. Give me, give me, give me. This is going to be great. I honestly was figuring this would be two years tops. So, you know, give them an extra half year to, uh, to fully adjust will be. I think probably the best case for us. Uh, this deal, of course, I mean, he's already announced it. It has not been officially officialized uh, by the the league or the team, so they're still working towards those final details. But, I mean, let's not get ahead of ourselves, buddy, because we got we to gotta rip from the top, man. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the Inner Miami Podcast. I am Jay Kington alongside an elated Mr. Than Harrington, buddy. How are you doing up there? I know it's rough. I know it's a rough environment. All the smoke's in the air. It's like I'm Bane. I have to walk outside with my mask on every day. <laughs> uh, no, it's it's been bad. Um, practices have been canceled up here. Uh, it's it's one of those things. I mean, we don't want to get into it because we're not that type of podcast. But it's one of those things that makes the general quality of life really rough. Uh, for those of you who don't know, we are actually dealing with the effects of the 8 million acre forest fire in Canada that is rolling through not only my home state of New York, but it's also affecting us down here in the Keystone State. It has been rough uh, smoke like fog banks, I would say, almost every single day. So, um, But you know what? I don't care. Give me all that smoke inhalation. Canada's burning. I don't care. We got messy. Yeah, it smells like sweet burnt maple syrup down here. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, I shouldn't say that because I do have a love for Canada. But regardless, it's happening. It doesn't matter. We're good. Let's go. Let's we, got, we got forest fire smoke up north. We got pink smoke down south. So we just wanted to get that intro out there. But let's... Uh, Let's go ahead and dive a little deeper into this, uh, the insanity that is, I mean, obviously this man just came off win the World Cup, won the league at 10 times, four Champions League titles, seven Balloon d'Ors, that's golden boot for all you Anglo fans out there, uh, 715 club goals, 118 international goals. Is he, is he the GOAT? Is he the greatest of all time? You know my answer to that. Yeah. Hey, you know my answer to that. I'm always going to be partial to my boy. I know the boy from the boy from Manchester, but I will not deny greatness. Mm -hmm. I will say 
based off of Leo winning the World Cup, that yes, he is the greatest. He is arguably the best to ever do it. He is arguably one of those most magical players to ever grace the pitch. He is, as you and I have found out, he is a force. He is an absolute force of nature when it comes to bringing fans to clubs, bringing mm-hmm. people together. Uh, I mean, both of our phones have not stopped going off all night because of just messy. You could write, I'm currently in the hospital and I am facing a limb amputation, put hashtag messy and you'll have 4 million likes before it's all <laughs> said and done. It is absolutely absurd. And it's going to be amazing. You know, my, my one thing that I want everybody to know before we dive deeper into this, no matter how this plays out, no matter what happens, we need to appreciate the fact that we have a once in a multi-generation player on our team right now. We cannot afford to treat him like the Parisians did in his last game where they won the league and he felt so, I don't want to say crushed or hurt because I don't know his true feelings, but he felt so taken aback, taken aback by the treatment from the fans that he just walked off the field and went into the tunnel. We need to genuinely appreciate this. I might even go as far, and I might catch some flack, I might even go as far as saying that this is comparable to Pele coming to the U.S. Well, you stole my thunder because I was literally about to follow up with that. I would say it's much bigger. I would say it is much bigger than Pele coming to the the U.S. Um, Pele was a superstar. We didn't have... um, nearly as much media. Uh, not everything was televised worldwide. There certainly wasn't social media. Messi has like 469 million followers. He essentially has like one twelfth of the entire world population follows this man. Like it is utterly insane how massive this is. Again, not just for Inter Miami and, and us, the fans that have been here for the previous you know four years, but for the league as a whole, every single team in this league, you look at the ticket prices, it's 60, 70, 80s, whatever, for every game is in that range. Then come across Miami, and it's like, boom, $400. Crazy. So to put that in comparison, the NFL has 27 million followers. The NBA has 81 million followers. And Barcelona itself has 122 million followers. Um, it's That's absurd. Mm-hmm. That is absolutely absurd. And yes, I know some, some people like myself with certain sports are player, are player driven when it comes to the sport, but just to have that many people and to put it in comparison to how many people are in the world, it's, it's absolutely mind boggling. And he's ours. He is ours for the next how many ever years. And the U S will have him for the foreseeable future. If he's able to get his own franchise. Yeah, for sure. And I like the real winners are our fans and the teams that are in the Eastern Conference that will be able to see him at least once every single year. I do slightly feel bad for the West Conference uh, just because, you know, that schedules, we never play everyone. It's only, you know, a handful of games every year of teams from the Western Conference. So, yeah, I'm sure they're all praying. Uh, I don't know if anyone has this, the schedule over the next two years, but I'm sure they're all going to be eager every time it comes out to see, man, do we have a chance to play Inter-Miami at home? Because that would be uh, phenomenal. We would finally get to see Messi. Uh, Adidas. I mean, Apple TV. Like, everyone's winning here. And, of course, Messi's getting a, a cut of it all. So, like, it's just everything is about as as great as it could be to push the league to new levels to bring more uh, americans into the sport because we all know that's kind of been hindering it uh, certainly it's growth in in the united states so this could be really the catalyst the moment this is a transcendent and monumental moment for inner miami their first i'd say real really executed um step in creating the brand and building a team that is reputable, that is uh, not only known in the United States, but it is a world brand now. And it's just everything that the front office, the club, the fans could have wanted. Well, I mean, even a meme photo, uh, personally my favorite meme so far, of Messi kissing a green Flanagan's yeah. cup, that went viral. 
And now, inadvertently, Flanagan's <laughs> is getting multitude of followings because mm-hmm. of Messi. And first off, stay away from my Flanagan's when I come down there. There better be a table available. Mm. But I will tell you this. If you get your name attached to Inter Miami or uh, Messi, you are going to have a phenomenal next few years. It is going to be an absurd ride. It will be. I mean, last night I posted, like, if you – if you're happy, or if you're now an Inter Miami fan because Messi came here, uh, I suggest you know checking out the the Florida Panthers or whatever. And people are like, oh, I'm going to follow the Florida Panthers just for, for just for Messi. It's like, all right, whatever. Yeah. We can grow whatever brand we want down here. Anyone could. You just got to get somehow Messi photoshopped in, or I mean, if you're really lucky, you can knock out a, a, a marketing deal on your own. And man, he can he can take everything to to new levels. You saw the club's followers go from like 1.2 million to it's probably close to five million now. Um, I think everyone who has been following the team, covering the team, whether that be through whatever journalistic outlet there is, is all reaping the benefits of this as well. Live, live update, 6.1, and it was <laughs> 5 million when I woke up this morning. Yeah. So 6.1. He hasn't even played yet. I, I, I imagine like this is going to be the first wave, but then once he starts playing, uh, there's going to be certainly a, a second wave. So uh, again, it feels like, at least everyone in the United States is winning around this multiple, multiple entities and uh, shouts to him. I mean, this is something I, you know, very boldly said, I think like two years ago when the rumors first started picking up or a year and a half, whenever it was, I was like, look, this actually makes sense. He has two properties here. Like he, he, he's already invested in Miami from a business standpoint. Um, he, you see this all the time, especially the, the guys coming over from Europe, like, they can't even go out to eat with their family without getting harassed by fans because it's all anyone cares about in, in Europe is football, is is the sport and the players. So they harass them. You see players want to come over here just to get away. Like Gonzalo Higuain could literally go out to dinner. And sure, there'd be a couple people that know who he was, you know, give him a fist bump, maybe act, ask for a picture, but they're not getting swarmed. And Messi gave that statement. Like, I just, I, I was ready for like just a mental break, something different. A lot of these players want to have their families come over here, experience, you know, American life. I mean, Blaze Matuidi hung around because his family loved America so much. It, it just, I'm not saying that to like be a, an annoying, you know, over patriotic bragster about, about our country, but a lot of these people want to experience and this all made sense. And then the rumors started coming out about like the 35% stake in, uh, in the club, right. And, and ownership and, it made even more sense, right? But then he goes to PSG. So now we got to wait kind of for that whole thing to dial down. Then it picks back up and boom, here we are. It, it, it made sense. Um, it was a, it was a stretch goal for the club. It was a, a fever dream for a lot of the fans and, and man, it's here. And we're about to witness something so spectacular uh, and unique and something we're going to remember for the rest of our lives and probably tell our children and our grandchildren when, you know, they come of age and they're like, hey, dad, who's this wrinkly old man on TV, you know, talking about the World Cup? And we're like, oh, that's Leo Messi. Sit down, sit on my lap. Let me tell you a story. So perfect inadvertent segue, because I'm going to go out there and say that the biggest winners for Messi coming to Miami, and this is, it's not in terms of money. It's not in terms of growth. It's not in terms of whatever the biggest winners of my or Messi going to Miami are the kids that play the game in the States right now. How many times growing up did first off, did you even talk about the MLS? We were all talking EPL, uh, La Liga to a degree. Serie A was bumping back in the day. Uh, nobody talked about the farmer's league over in France, but how many kids are going to get a chance to, to see somebody who they only see on YouTube and on their TV? The first thing that happened, and Riley's not even a Messi fan, okay? I was dead asleep. He comes screaming up the stairs with tears in his eyes, going, Dad, Messi's coming to Miami. Messi's coming to Miami. And, like, he could like, he was visibly shaking. He couldn't believe it. He had a smile on his face. And at practice last night, for as long as we could practice, all the kids were talking about it. Messi came to Miami, and 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 they were all out there. They had a little bump in their step. They were moving. They were passing. You could tell they were trying to do the little Messi moves with his feet flipping through defenders, trying to wiggle his way in on goal. It 
is going to be phenomenal for these kids to be able to emulate a superstar and be able to see him live rather than having to just focus on the onesie, twosie, threesie, ultimate highlight reels that just show the same clips over and over. They're going to get to see him week after week after week after week. And it's going to be, as a parent, as you being a parent, it's it's phenomenal for both of us to have our kids be able to have a a, a world tour of force come over here and have our kids be able to sit down and one day you and I can look back with, with Quinn and Riley and say, you know what, buddy? We, we saw him. Uh-huh. This That was probably the penultimate experience for soccer for us. Was be, you know, I know the World Cup's coming up, so that could change, but we got to see Messi yeah. live. It's like, and I'm, I'm, I'm having a hard time articulating everything I want to say with this because it means so much to be able to share that experience. Like, like if Ronaldo came over or, you know, even to a lesser extent, we got to see Gonzalo. Yeah. He still played on he played on the world stage. He played in World Cups. Like that was ridiculous. This is gonna be times a million. I agree. I mean, I, I get excited when Chicago comes to town because I get to see Shakiri. I'm not even a Shakiri fan, but I'm just like, I respect it, right? Um, you know, so yeah. a lot of people win. I'll say the biggest winners all agree with that. The children. We do it for the children. All the children across the United States who just love the game. And the new ones who are gonna fall in love with the game because of Messi. This is kind of like that. You know, soccer's been snowballing. Football's been snowballing in the States, and it's getting more and more popular. You see more and more of our players on the national team. They're 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 not playing for MLS teams. They're playing for European teams, and it's just going to continue, and this is a great, um, just a great enhancement to that all. But we can't all be winners. There are some losers here, and outside of Barcelona, sorry, fans, outside of the Saudi League, whatever, we do have a massive loser. Speaking of these little kids, I want to go see Messi. How about the loser being their parents' wallets, man? Mm, this, don't get me started. This is about to get out of control in terms so, of ticket availability, ticket pricing. We might be moving stadiums. I mean, this is it's going to be a wild ride. So I went to bed not having an inkling that this was going to be official. And I was going to take the family. We're going to go do our annual trip, go meet up with Lewis, say, Hey, see what was going on in Jersey and tickets. I was looking about spending 85 a piece. No big deal. I was like, all right, not bad. We're going to be sitting about two rows off the field. I woke up and scrambled to get to uh, game time to buy my tickets. And those on field tickets at the time were going for four and a half grand. (laughs) What were they? The did Charlotte, you look the night before? Yeah, and they were they were eighty five. Jeez, the Charlotte tickets. There are two sets of tickets on game time as we speak, going for ten thousand dollars. Okay, we got to be fair. Like, right, shooters shoot, shooters shoot, go high, shoot for the stars. There's no, I mean, there's a way, but like, and maybe some super wealthy parent comes around, it's like, yeah, whatever. 20, 20 racks for me and little Timmy to go see Messi. But I would have to think those prices will come down substantially. I'm not saying they're still going to be affordable, but I think a lot of those tickets are going to come down to the $500 level unless you're really close because you are seeing a lot of people just post 5000 10000 mm-hmm. whatever it may be. And it's It's absurd. And and, and I'm, I'm walking back a little on what I just said, okay? But... It is absurd to a point. So I only paid a grand and a half for six tickets to go see United Arsenal. Think about that. United Arsenal, and yes, there might be some fluctuation who shows for the team and who doesn't. So be it. But that is another experience. I said, you know what? Screw it. For me to go, let's say it stays at 500, right? I am jumping on a spirit flight. From here to Fort Lauderdale, and I'm spending two grand just to get inside the stadium. Two thousand dollars to go to the stadium that we just got in for twenty bucks for the Orlando match. Yeah, and I am I'm okay with it. Don't get me wrong; like I'm okay with having to pay a little extra to see the man himself. But and and you know, this has been my biggest complaint since it looked like it was going to happen you're going to price a lot of people out. 
So I know there's grandiose ideas that potentially moving some games to Hard Rock and having people pay and da 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 da. What's it going to look like when the people can't afford and we're sitting in a much bigger stadium when we're already struggling to fill Drive Pink? We're not going to be struggling to fill Drive Pink anymore. It's going to be a sold-out game for the next two and a half years. We, we do know that for sure. I do feel bad for people that bought Miami FC tickets, right? Not knowing the difference. Mm-hmm. Just, hey, sweep a season ticket. Go watch Miami FC. Uh, have a lot of fun with that. There's going to be a lot of new fans coming out of the woodwork. My phone was blowing up. People were like, hey. I had a couple buddies like, hey, you know, I want, I want to get season tickets. Can you help out? I'm like, hey. You know, we're, we're on the media side. Like, I don't know any of the, the, the ticketing agents, really. I can ask some people. So, I've been sending uh, one of the sales reps info around, but I've, I've never spoken with them. I just, I'm not keen to that world. But right when that happened, everyone all of a sudden wants to come, wants to wants to be there to uh, to support the team. We'll see if they're there in two and a half years, but we knew this was going to happen, man. I mean, they're, mm-hmm. they're coming out of everywhere. A lot of people will be traveling. You've already seen several sports stars, uh, you know, NBA, NFL, that already said they're going to go see Messi play when they come to whatever team is closest by them. So, I mean, here we are. There's there's the good. There's going to be the bad. The day one fans here are going to be a little hurt, just a little bit. Uh, you're really coming out on top if you're a season ticket holder. You know, those those things are going to shoot through the roof. At least you're coming out on top for uh, about the next six months. Who knows what those renewal prices will be. There needs to be some I sort do. of, like there's rent protection in New York. There needs to be some sort of season ticket holder protection for this club because we have been here for three and a half years. We had suffered through poor roster builds, aging, useless European stars, head coach changes, team turnovers. I mean, it's, you know, we've been here, buddy. We we've put in the work. We've, we've taken our lashes. We've got the stripes. They, they need to protect, protect the day ones, protect the season ticket holders. And you know what? It's a, it's a quote, the meme, that was going around a long time ago when the rent protection was still being worked on in New York City. These tickets are too damn high. Mm-hmm. I need these tickets to be lower. And it's it's the truth. Like, I have dreams of being able to take Riley down, especially when Miami Freedom Park opens up and, and we'll be able to see him play. But that's going to be, like, we always talk about doing one trip a year. That's going to be part of that one trip a year because it's not going to be easy for the, the moms and dads of the world of, who have multiple kids to be able to, just go to the games like we used to. And that's a conversation that he and I already had. I said, you know, we're going to the union game and he doesn't know that yet, but we're sitting right on the field. That's, that's my birthday present to me. It was a hundred bucks a ticket. That doesn't happen anymore. No. So you're, you're going to have to appreciate what you have while you have it. And then we need to mentally disassociate with what we had and we have to re readjust to what we now have. It's going to be as, as silly as it sounds. You know, we were throwing around in the Discord. We're going to have the BM era and the AM area before Messi and after Messi. The club is going to take off, and it's something that we're just all going to have to get used to as much yeah. as it sucks. I agree. And, I mean, this could set the tone for other uh, stars to come over here in the future, right? This could be really the first monumental one. You've already seen rumors. Oh, it looks like Busquets is, is basically going to come on on the TAM deal. You've seen Angel de Maria it, uh, rumors you have seen Luis Suarez rumors so even Neymar is is, is another rumor going around round coming in like a year or two so I know we'll see but what um let's get back to I guess the team right the, the the here and now you know sitting on the bottom of the east did come out win the open cup game we'll get into that a little briefly after this so now we're going to the semifinals of the Open Cup while being the last team in the East. Kind of odd how that works, but uh, hey, here we are. What are your what are your immediate expectations, right? Because I don't think our next home game is to what, July, right? And then Messi won't be able to play until July 21st, I think is the first game, the, the League's Cup game, right? And that's all going to be, I would have to assume he's going to play in the um, uh, the Nations League as well. So coming in then, so we still have, you know, several games without Messi, but when he comes here, I mean, what are your expectations? Where do you, where are we going? Are we still, we're probably still going to be somewhere around the bottom of the East, right? What, uh, what are your expectations over the, the, the remainder of the season? Once Messi's here, cemented playing with or without Busquets, with or without Tata Martino, you know, that's another heavy rumor. It looks like terms are even agreed to. So we should be having a new head coach here soon who has coached Messi, who has coached Joseph Martinez as well, which could be very, very beneficial. But what are your expectations here? 
Well, first off, I'm going to walk you back. Don't forget that we are playing uh, at the, the Bailey in the U.S. Open Cup. So we are one of two Eastern teams remaining. Uh, it's going to be a raucous affair. So uh, with yeah, that being said... But, but one sits at top of the East and one sits at the bottom of the East. I'm just saying like that is that is wild. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no one... We, we, we got a lock of the draw in Birmingham. You know, no, no disrespect. But they played a tough game, and we'll get into it here in a bit. But that was a hard-fought game, all right? They definitely put us through our paces. In terms of what our expectations are, I am saying once he shows, I think we fight for that bottom playoff line. I, I truly think that we're going to start unlocking a couple things here or there that are going to make and break our, you know, our season. Um I do believe that that final playoff line is not out of reach. I know you can probably bookmark this and laugh at me later on. That's totally fine. But the final playoff line has to be the goal and to, to make that spot and to at least make an appearance. Could you imagine the insanity if, if Messi came and all of a sudden led us into the playoffs for, uh, yeah, out of, out of, from the brink of death, I guess. Yeah. It would be, it would be absurd. And then after that, it is, Wash, wash off all the all the bad spots of the team. Polish up the apple and get ready for the next season because we're if if even half if even half of those potential signings come to fruition, we we could be in a we could be talking a whole different ball game next year. Could I mean, a, just imagine Di Maria terrorizing the wing, and as much as I cannot stand him, I cannot stand the man. Uh, Sergio Busquets locking down and 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 being that linchpin of what we're missing with Gregory's injury. I thought you were going to you know say Suarez I and mean? <laughs> then Busquets. Like, I don't like. Busquets. I didn't realize you had like a, such a disdain for him. Like I agree, and like He's we discussed this right. But if it's a package deal, sure, we'll take Busquets happily. If it's a package deal, you know, I, I think I'm 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 a little more optimistic than you. Um, I like you don't want to be in the eight or nine spot because you don't want to have to play the the number one or two seed, honestly. We're only six points off that playoff line, right? So two wins, you know, everyone else, of course, would have to lose. But, like, I, I realistically think it's obtainable with the amount of games left in the season that we could climb maybe sixth, seventh, maybe even fifth. Like, I think that there's going to be something massively unlocked here because we are needing a number 10 so well, which um, I think Messi could definitely fill that void while also being just a lethal goal threat for us. So I'm a little bit optimistic. That's my... That's what would, I guess, what I'm expecting. What would make me disappointed is, is if we get messy and we don't make the playoffs. All I care is that we get one damn draw this season. I'm so <laughs> no, tired of no, seeing what's the zero draws. What's the record? There's got to be a record. I don't know. You, Has you anyone gone through a whole season? Has anyone ever gone through a whole season without a, without a draw? I don't think so. We are the only team left in the entire league without a draw. That's phenomenal. For all our new fans, in America, we call those ties. I love how MLS has it as tie. Uh, so, yeah, look. Yeah. I don't want to – I like the streak. We win, we lose. That's the way it goes. But what I will say is there's been – you know, there has been a couple games where we kind of got murdered. Fine, fair, okay, valid. But there's also been a lot of games where we lost by one goal, got some unlucky, whatever happening. Like, I think that, you know, everyone says – Without with Pozuelo, we would be doing better, right? But I think those voids can be filled, those areas can be improved, and I think we're, we're going to see some some better results. My expectations are tapered. I don't think he's going to come in here, drop twenty goals in half a season, right? I think he's going to have to get adjusted to the league. The players are more fast than than the, the people in Europe realize. The players do close down quicker. There are some goal threats here. It is physical, so. Uh, there does take some adjustments, but taper down your expectations as he ramps up. But uh, I think good things will come. And, you know, just one more thing. Speaking of that Pozuelo, right? I think a lot of people have been upset. Like, man, we let Pozuelo go, just banking on this this long shot dream of signing Messi. And if we didn't get Messi, oh, this fan base would be calling for heads in the front mm -hmm. office. I think they would turn on Chris Henderson pretty fast if we did not land Messi and we just left our 10 open our five open really because they sacrificed the entire season for Messi and that gamble paid off and everyone's grateful for that now 
But it's not to say this was stress-free this entire time. Well, you and I were already starting to clamor like, hey, listen, we need to we need to figure this shit out. Like, we're watching the team go down in flames. We are struggling with who we have. And, you know, shout out to the boys who are stepping into positions that they may not have been ready for, a.k.a. Uh, David Reeves, a.k.a. Ian Frey. Hello, banger. Love him. Um, absolutely love Ian. Um even Benja, yes, he's ready, but he I don't think he's necessarily ready for all the minutes that he's been getting. And our, our youth, which we've continually talked about on this podcast until I've been blue in the face, our youth is what's keeping us even in these games sometimes. I mean, look back to last time we played our upcoming opponent, the Revs. Ruiz had the uh, assist on Yosef's game-winning goal. You know, Ian Frey has been instrumental in... Filling a uh, filling a position that has probably could have been our Achilles heel. It could have been really really bad for us. Yeah. So I mean, I don't know. The club really needed to figure it out. I mean, hell, we talked about it on the pod. We were we were starting to look back at Pizuelo coming back because we didn't have any ideas as to what was happening. Yeah. Like it was one of those things where like, uh, hello, we need to do something. Meanwhile, Chris Henderson's in the kitchen just putting little paprika. In this in this stew he's making, he was making a wonderful meal for us. Let, Let him cook. Let, Let him, him cook. cook. And for the new fans that obviously all the media outlets and uh, our podcast, fellow podcast, um, you know, for everyone coming in here just thinking, oh, this team is 15th in the league. Like there is a lot more behind this story. We're actually we've been discussing um, some sort of format written or audio, maybe even video of kind of explaining who Inter Miami was, what the MLS is, how it operates, the different rules that really separate it from all the other leagues. But what's really important to note is in the third game of the season against New York City, our captain was knocked out for the season. Um, shortly thereafter, uh, his probably closest person on the team, his fellow Brazilian, our other CDM, was knocked out for the season. So that's when we signed Dixon Arroyo, who got injured in the DC game. And Ian Frey is stepping up as a uh, defensive back into the, the, the midfield. So, um, yeah, that's a dangerous position to be in on this team right now, given how this season has gone. So there have been some really unfortunate circumstances that have, have happened. There's a much deeper story here than just coming in. Oh, I'm an inner Miami fan now. I love Messi. And this team's in the last place in the Eastern Conference. Hell, they're probably over here trying to figure out what is a conference? <laughs> like, what is what is this split dichotomy? Why are the teams divided into two different so, groups? So can you tell me about your pro-rel uh, situation? Yeah, right yeah, now? exactly. Let's, let's not open that book. Holy hell. And someone but, said if Messi was um, smart, he would have made yeah. the deal include pro-rel in the league. <laughs> Stop. Stop it. Could you imagine? Now, again, no no disrespect to any of the USL teams. I have a lot of love for some of these. But could you imagine, like, uh, I don't know, P Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Let's use a, uh, an example. Pittsburgh Riverhounds. Uh, great club. You know, relatively close to me. Fantastic club. Beautiful stadium. We talked about it last podcast. Yep. Is what it is. Could you imagine the Pittsburgh Riverhounds going to play LAFC? <laughs> <laughs> and and they're walking out looking at the at the uh yeah the raucous fans yeah. lafc has some great fans baby. yep they have some great fans and 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 they're just looking around going oh shit it's like a ted lasso moment when they first get bumped up to the premier league and lasso's walking back out with the team and i think i forget who they're playing right off the bat and all the fans all the players like oh, it's good to be back but some of the younger guys are like uh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yep. so I don't know. I, I personally, the only thing I wish we had, I don't want to go down this road with you right now because we have other things to talk about, is I wish we had more more tournaments, kind of like England has. Yeah. I, I love the Carabao Cup. I love the FA Cup. Uh, you know, it, it, they're fantastic. You see those ridiculous runs of, uh, from other teams. Yep. Uh, even like our U.S. Open Cup. I know fans are like, well, we have the U.S. Open Cup. Yes, we do, and it's fantastic. But let's be real. There's not a lot of chances for some of those teams to do more. Yeah, I not. wish we had multiple tournaments across. So, yes, it's more games. I get that. But it gives some of the other smaller teams a chance to do more on a bigger stage, which is only going to help promote the growth of the sport. I agree. I'm, I'm happy they added Leagues Cup. I really enjoyed the – well, I didn't enjoy the COVID year. 
in the grandiose scheme. I certainly didn't enjoy the the home opener in the what was that third week getting delayed against LA Galaxy like two days prior. That was a bummer. But I really did enjoy the bubble, the MLS is back tournament. I think they should re-implement that as a preseason tournament. All the teams in the league tournament bracket, or you can do group and then go into a, a knockout bracket just like they did there. I thought that was very entertaining. It was a great way, especially in our first year, to try and get more acquainted with the league because they would have so many games on you know every day of the week. It was great. What's, I or, see your mind turning. What's up? Or... We have the MLS teams partake in the brand new the soccer tournament that was out this year. If yeah, what is that? Okay, so the soccer tournament is a spinoff of the basketball tournament, the TBT. Oh, that's the where TBT, the mini goals. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, so the TBT was uh, alumni of certain universities or certain groups that come out and ball out for a million dollar cash prize. That was ice cubes and thing, right? No, that's the three v three. Okay, I'm talking about three. something okay, completely okay. different. Yeah, so. Uh, they have, um, it's almost like Game Breaker. I don't know what the exact rule is. So if you know what it is, give us a comment and on Twitter and Instagram. Let me know what it was. But there's a, a certain rule where you have to get to a certain point, And no matter what, if you hit that bucket, the game's over. So like in, in, in the basketball tournament, it was you had to be like an 82 for one of the games. And if you're a team that hits the 82 point, even if it's 81 to 79 or whatever it is, or 81 to 80, if you're the team that gets to 82 first, you win. doesn't matter if it's a one-point mm. game or whatever, even yeah. if there's time left, even yeah. if there's time yeah, left. Gotcha. So the soccer version was this past uh, – or two weeks ago down in North Carolina, and there was so many teams that were down there, including Wrexham put in a team, Dortmund put in a team, uh, the U.S. women's put in wow, a team. I didn't know they had European um, teams. Oh, that was why Wrexham was playing the women's. And yeah. Beat them yeah, like 15-0. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow. and, and that, that, was, that was one. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. That, that Breck Shea was in that, and I saw the Breck Shea goal. And I believe the the cash prize was a million dollars to the winning team, right? Yes, that is correct. Okay. Um, and I mean, like I said, there's so many teams. Like I'm, I'm pulling it up right now. Uh, there was uh, team Team Dempsey, uh, U.S. Women's Conrad and Beasley United, Wrexham Red Dragons, Newtown had a team, Bruce Dortmund Wolves had a team. Um, a friend of mine, his uh, good friend, scored a game winner for the Raleigh Rebels. Uh, had a great tournament with them. Charlotte put in a team. Uh, so West Ham even had a team. West Ham even came over. So what I'm getting after is, why not take something like that and incorporate some of the MLS teams further into it? Instead of having, like, and don't get me wrong, the Carolina Challenge Cup barbecue winner's hey, circle was great hey right that's our first trophy that picture is still ridiculous of them holding that trophy up barbecue winner circle that's yeah the barbecue yeah. that's, that's amazing i just yeah i just made it up you're welcome but it would be an amazing way to incorporate the grassroots version of of the game and like what's going on with that and then incorporate the mls and have both grow together Street so you even ball. want Dude, listen to this. Wondolowski was out there balling still. He had two, three goals in his first game. And then, because they were up so much, he went out and played goalkeeper. Wow. Wando, legend. Yeah. So, what I would like, I don't know, I would like to see something like that happen because it would be amazing to have the accessibility to all these fans to see some of these players and then also be able to come down to a not a lower stage, but a different stage and play like a seven, seven V seven tournament, mm -hmm. like FIFA street, like Volta. There we go. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I agree. I would take, here's the thing. It is a, it is a fine line though. You don't, you don't want too many tournaments going on through the regular season because obviously you do want to have, you know, you don't want to have to rotate the roster as heavily as you would have to, if there were, there were a lot of tournaments, but I think we could certainly do four, one more. And speaking of tournaments, let's segue out of here. We've been on Messi for quite a while. Um, I know a lot of people are looking forward to that, but let's segue out. Uh, and then we'll bring back Messi in at the end of this conversation, but we did play a game last night against the Birmingham Legion, a uh, hard fought game ended up coming on top. Um, wasn't the prettiest of games, obviously. Um, there might have been a handball in there, you know, but mm. they kind of like to protect the MLS teams, I guess. Uh, the other short Argentine on our team, Nico Stefanelli, finally coming to fruition after a rough start, but that plays into what I'm saying. Takes time to adjust to the league. 
He gets a goal. I'm not going to say it was the the most beautiful goal. We were texting while it happened. I was like, what a goal. Then I watched replay. I was like, yeah, not really. Uh, it, <laughs> Joseph went for the scorpion on that and just missed okay. it. It went right to him. But we go up and, and you know, go up one and then, um, you know, basically kind of all out defensive, 10 minutes of extra time, right? Uh, or added time, rather. And, um, I mean, hey, what do you do? We're the last team in the East, and we're making it all the way to the semifinals. Um, it just it feels it feels sort of that might be our real piece of of, of hardware. Um, and of course, you know, just circling back, we don't need to go deep on this one on this individual. But Messi will be coming back. The semifinals not till August. Messi will be here. He'll have a couple games under his belt, and he's coming into the semifinals of the U.S. Open Cup. Uh, and we have a good shot of of getting our hardware within, you know, really a couple. What is that? I think the final will be a month after that. Within a couple months of him being here, could could snag our real first piece of hardware. Although I do really like the the backyard barbecue cup. Now, it's not going to be Listen. tough, man, because we're going against Cincinnati, who is stacked, yeah. who is in great form. I think they set a record for like most points through this point of the season. So, um. For all of our listeners out there that are looking at Inter Miami as oh we're the last team in the East, I would like to note Cincinnati had been dog water for like the first six years since they became an expansion team in what twenty seventeen or whatever it was, and they just got it together. So there's still time, and your boy Leo Messi that's coming over is going to help us get there. But um, what are your thoughts on I guess the game advancing? Uh, the next round, we will be playing away at TQL Stadium, not far from where I grew up. Um, but, hey, man, I was just excited to see the boys fight. They came out there. They knew that the messy news was going to overshadow themselves, the, the game in, in the, the Open Cup. But they went out there, put on a hard-fought bottle, depleted roster, and still struggling to, to make stuff happen in the attack. But they went out there and got the win. Props to a lot of the young kids. Uh, Ian Frey looked great, really good with his feet. Ruiz, Kramashi uh, went out at half for Robbie Taylor. Um, yep. But, you know, overall, given the circumstances of this team, I'm just happy we didn't lose to USL team. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, and as I've already said earlier in the podcast, going to the Bailey, going to TQL is not going to be an easy feat. Uh, they are already pumped for what is the Bailey. The Bailey is their supporter section, my guy. Oh, okay, okay. Because I was like, I've never heard of the Bailey in Cincinnati. Okay. The Bailey is one of the best supporter sections in the MLS, at least in my opinion. Uh, they're always raucous. They're always bouncing back forth, getting the team motivated, pumped, regardless. Not talking about them any further. It's going to be tough Hold for on. the boys to the go. The best supporter section is the Perina Pet section in City Park, baby. Well, because you can bring your puppers. Because you got those puppers everywhere. Oh, we got your puppers. It's and if you're just tuning in for the first time and you don't know anything about it, yes, Purina Park is based off of uh, or named off of dog food. And yes, you can bring your dog into the stadium. It's phenomenal. Go St. Louis. Go Indy Vasilev. Anyways, um, the this I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see how we focus where we're at based on the season compared to where we're at uh, in the U.S. Open Cup at the time. I do believe that we're going to go for broke. Uh, I, I I don't know. First off, we don't even know who's going to be the head coach at that point. Will it be Will it be Javier Morales? Will it be Tata? We don't know. Everything's pointed so, to, to Tata coming in. I think he'll he'll probably come in the break too. And and again, all signs are pointing to Busquets as well. So we could have both Busquets and Messi. I think we do have. A legit shot. I'm not. I, I'm not saying it's going to be easy. Cincinnati is a tough opponent to beat. They are playing extremely well. They're filling themselves. But then, you know, the the other games. Like I mean, like Houston's not that great, right? Salt Lake's not that great. So I think the hardest game right here, the hardest game to win this, is probably the semifinals against Cincinnati versus the final against either uh, Houston or Salt Lake. Yeah, I mean that wouldn't that be a hell of a final? Inter Miami versus Real Salt Lake. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it could be fun. Uh, that one could be fun. Um, but all I'm saying is that it's going to be extremely interesting to see how the team is put together for the U.S. Open Cup. What we're, we're most likely going to have to go for broke. Yeah. If we're not pushing towards the final playoff line, you might as well just play your A list. You got to salvage you know, something of the season, right? 
Right. Well, you know, since he's going to put out their A-list, yeah. you have to think that they're going to put out their A-list, yeah. regardless of where they're at. They have enough they're cushion. In such a, yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're in such a great position that they can come out swinging, and they could... Uh, it, it could be a real... It could be a real brawl. And it's one of those games I'm really starting to look forward to because... It it's gonna be it's gonna be an affair. It's good for the Inter Miami fan base. It's going to be a week long uh, anticipation build up, and then finally culminate into a ridiculous event that we haven't seen in our team's history yet. I agree. I mean, again, Messi should be kind of somewhat settled and have a few games under his belt. I mean, he still is right one of the greatest players ever. Grace, the pitch, the greatest player. I'll just I'll just go ahead and admit it and say it, whatever. I'm okay with it. Um, Busquets will be there to help on the defense. I think what that game will really come down to, and we're still, I mean, we're talking so many weeks out. This is probably stupid to even talk about right now, but I think it's really going to come down to the defense. Can the defense hold it together in that game? Because we'll have reinforcements, more creativity, obviously with, with Messi there and the, the, the um, attacking prowess and goal scoring potential. So it could be a, a pretty honestly decent high scoring game and it'll come down to the defenses. But what I'm really looking for right now is from now until uh, the, the break for the league's cup, what this team does, can they let, can they get all that distraction away from them? I would have to think Javi Morales is preaching that do not get distracted by Messi coming. Don't get distracted by the, the outside moves. Let's continue to get better every single day. Let's see if we can, um, gift Messi maybe being the 12th place team in the East instead of the the, the 15th, the dead last one, right? So still a, a lot of time, and, like, we can move quick. The East is still fairly condensed. I mean, it, it really is. I mean, there's well, – that's you know, 15 points isn't uh, a light number, but that just separates third place from, from last place. So um, I think it happened. I really want to see how this team responds, how they improve in anticipation of Messi coming here. Do you have anything else you would like to share on that? No, I'm I'm really just I'm really getting excited for it. I know it's it's so hard to think about a game that far out, but damn, it's gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun time. And uh, if if you're a fan or if you're a new fan or if you've been a longtime fan, you should be excited for what the future holds just in the upcoming rest of the season for the club. Exactly. So a lot of people did reach out to us on social media asking where do we watch. How do we watch, right? So the MLS signed an exclusive deal with Apple TV Plus outside of a sprinkling of games that will be on uh, national uh, television. But let's assume, you know, you're one of the hundreds of thousands of new Inter Miami fans that lives in Europe or something like that, right? You got to get Apple TV Plus. Uh, you can stream it anywhere. You're going to have to get the MLS package. I don't. I haven't seen the price increase of MLS package. I'm not sure if they're going to do that or not. That's the way to watch, and you can just stream every game. We do have a game coming up uh, this weekend um, on the 10th at 7:30. It's like it's always at 7:30. Not home, but up at Gillette Stadium in New England. And for our fans in Europe, New England is a city in Texas. And stop, <laughs> stop. <laughs> it's, we, we, we took the old England and we made it better. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> New England is, uh, is Boston. New England is, is, well, the area I think is greater, but New England teams are located, uh, in Boston. That is in Massachusetts. That's in the Northeast. That's closer to than than any of us. It's kind of by New York. I don't really know. Whatever. I'm not ish, too great with ish. Yeah, yeah, ish. 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 Uh, so, again, uh, that is Saturday at 7.30 p.m. Eastern time. I don't know what time that is on the universal clock. I'm not really great with the universal clock, but just Google 9 p.m. Eastern to whatever time zone you are around the world, and you can tune in to watch your first MLS league game against New England, uh, who not too long ago uh, won the league. So, uh, still a pretty solid team. We did beat them. Uh First go around, but um, yeah, sitting in fourth right now. Uh, seven wins, three losses, six ties. Why don't you update? Because you are so great at educating these people on teams, the history of it. Give them a quick snapshot of what the old New England's like. 
Absolutely. So the New England Revolution, which have a beautifully new rebranded logo, if I do say so myself, uh, they are known as the Revs. They were founded in June 6, 1995, which, as you already said, they play at Gillette Stadium because their owner is the big papa daddy himself, Robert Kraft. Yeet. You may know Robert Kraft as the owner of the New England Patriots, a major player in the nfl you may know him as a frequent visitor to the lotus spa oh you had to go there (laughs) (laughs) no but uh tom brady for those of you who are not really familiar with new england you all know tom brady for the most part uh he (laughs) that's our messy bro (laughs) that's the the u.s messy (laughs) yeah yeah that's that's our messy um no, I mean they are a staple of the of the league. Uh, their name Revolution is significant involvement uh, to the American Revolution. It took place in 1775 through 1783. We're throwing your tea in the harbor. Uh, <laughs> they, Ooh, Fox, nice. yeah, Foxborough, that located 21 miles southwest of downtown Boston. They used to play their games at the now demolished Foxborough Stadium from 1996 until 20. Or, I'm sorry, 2001, the Revs are the only original MLS team to have every, and I mean every league game in their history televised. They won their first major trophy in 2007, the aforementioned U.S. Open Cup. They The following year, they won the 2008 North American Super League, which I'm actually not too familiar with. Jay, are you familiar with that at all? No. Nope. Okay, well, we'll have to do a recap on that here at some point. They won their first Supporters' Shield not too long ago in 2021, and they have participated in five MLS Cup Finals, 2002, 2005, 2006, 2007, and 2014. Uh, They have had some pretty awesome players come through there, and they have Bruce Arenas as their coach. Uh, They also have one of the best midfielders in the league right now is Carlos Hill. Phenomenal player to watch when he's healthy. Uh, It's... It, it it's a fun club to watch. Uh, they've they've been on the downward trend for at least a couple seasons. They popped back up this season. It's always good for the league. What do you think, Jack? What do you got for that? Uh, I feel like I said they won the MLS Cup, and I'm in the the Shield. So um, yeah, uh, no, very well covered. Um, yeah, I mean, come on now, Carlos Hill is is a, a stud through and through. It's it's really hard to not like Carlos Hill is one of the best players um, in the league. They've had some uh, some really great. Great players, obviously very reputable organization. They're one of the OGs um, in the league. They're the ones that, you know, there's so many teams that are fairly new to the league because there's been so many expansion teams, but uh, the revolutions are, I mean, the revolution is just uh, one of the OGs. So you got to respect them. Uh, Fox Harbor's not a, uh, Fox Fox Harbor's, (laughs) Fox Harbor's a neighborhood that I grew up by. Um, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's great uh but yeah i mean they, they, over in uh, kentucky i'm also getting yeah, no, that ass i used to go swim there when i was a when i was a kid in fox borough uh rather but um yeah i mean they've also got bobby wood i've kind of been a low-key bobby wood fan since his uh early kind of u.s uh men's national team days uh and then of course gustavo Bo. it was really when they won the shield that season was all about carlos heel and uh and gustavo Bo. um the, those two pairing uh they also picked up josie altator <laughs> altador really struggling now buddy uh and they got latif blessing as well so i mean some really interesting well, players and they're a good team. Don't forget about Jordi Petrovic. Yeah, what a phenomenal goalkeeper. And someone near and dear to our heart. We love we love us some we love us some Ben Sweat. Look at ben that. Sweat just, on the roster. Where was that flow when you were in Miami, bro? Uh, it was is... it was matted down with all the sweat he had. And then one of my personal favorites, I love Latif Blessing. Mm-hmm. And you know, he's he's fun to watch and Emmanuel Boatang in the midfield as well. So uh And Omar Gonzalez. Yeah, Brandon and Brandon Bye. Well. God, they're yeah. stacked. So there's a uh, and how did we miss this? And our favorite T Rex, Christian Macoon, plays oh, for the Revs. Yeah. So listen, it's a great roster. Knockout drag out affair with the Revs. They are going to be looking for a little bit of revenge. They uh, were on a massive winning streak, I do believe, Jay. Uh, and Joseph last game decided it was a great time to notch. League goal number 100 and 101 of his career. Uh, it, it They're going to be looking for blood because they had, like I said, I do believe they had that pretty substantial winning streak. And uh, we kind of set them on a downward trend for a tiny bit. Uh, what are your thoughts? What do you think about the game coming up? 
Uh, it's going to be uh, a tough game, right? Again, uh, still dealing with a depleted roster. Young people trying to come into their own. Um, I mean, it's it's not really in our favor until uh, until Messi gets here, right? So the, the, the two more games that uh, we're going to have this month is going to be New England and Philadelphia. Um, I just want to see the, the I want to see them fat, fight. I want to see the team improve. Um, I would uh, if I'm going to be realistic here. I think we're probably going to lose two one. Um, just given our form in the league, uh, I think Morales is still getting comfortable being in that role. So it's going to be tough. I mean, do you? I wouldn't. I don't think it's out of the realm of possibilities to win. Obviously, it's MLS. Anything can happen. But just given uh, the experience on the roster, then you know we're still trying to kind of come into our own. Well, we also cannot forget that I do believe we're out, uh, Mr. Kamal Miller, this match as well, thanks to his sliding red red card against Christian Benteke, which we can, we don't have to get into that. But I thought that was a little eh myself. So I'm going to go. Looking at what the Reds are doing, look at Morales getting comfortable. I say we go three-one. I say we're down. Um, I, I wish I, I wish I was wrong, but looking at all the pieces they have, comparing it to the the sum of all of our parts, uh, they're they're gonna outclass us at least on paper. Yeah. Uh, I mean, look at look at Red Bull. No, Red Bull was um, not a great side right now, and we talked about how it could be close, and Red Bull made us look. Like a like a U eight U nine U ten squad like they were just beating us around the park so it could be interesting uh, I mean we're still waiting for that new manager bounce I mean, yes the the open cup match last night was a good win but we're still waiting for that bounce for Morales so I'm gonna go three one loss uh, but we are about ready to turn the corner uh, I hope because as you already mentioned we have the union coming up and I'm not really ready to go see a bloodbath in person. Yeah, and you know we have such a stellar away record with one win and six losses, so uh, going to be a little tough. But I mean, it's it's really the schedule is about to be so unfriendly until Messi comes. It's it's a it's a little unreal. I mean, we New England, Philadelphia, Austin, Columbus, back to DC, St. Louis, and St. Louis just having a hell of a season for the first season. So. Uh, it's going to be tough, but then we get the break and, um, we get the, the league's cup and then Messi's here and boom, everything's better. We're the best team in the world. Give us the shield. Give us the cup now. Uh, but all jokes aside, uh, the, like I said, the, the next several weeks for me is the team figuring out themselves, pushing themselves and getting better together as a group and for each other. No one's expecting you to win, go on a hot streak and win a bunch of games. We're not expecting that. Reinforcements are coming. A new head coach is coming. Probably Busquets. Everything seems to be pointing that way is coming. So just focus on improving and then really we'll put that plan to action once we have our uh, our reinforcements. Yeah, absolutely. And it's uh, once we turn that corner and Messi's finally here, it is all gas, no breaks. Yep. Go, 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 go. Yep. We, we have to. What other league news we got? We got a couple people rumored to be on the news. I was um, on a Battered Herons Power Roundtable with uh, with the Battered Herons, obviously, uh, with Franco Penizo, uh, with Ian Hess, and with Calypso from uh, Vice City and Vincentita. Um, Franco mentioned before he came on, he caught word that Uyoya is currently on his way out. You mentioned something earlier to me today. I don't want to steal your uh, your your sunshine here, so go ahead. Yeah, so according to uh, our, our good friend, IMCF Traveler, if you're not following him on Twitter, please make sure you do so. Robbie Robinson, our our tiny Tim of our inner Miami roster, is currently on his way out. Uh, I believe he is playing for the MLS Next Pro side tonight. Um, he's He has not... He has not been what we were hoping he would be. A former first-round draft pick in the 2020 draft. Number one he overall. Had, yeah, or number one overall. Number, number two. one overall. He, no, he's number one. Oh, yeah, sorry. Number, I'm saying about the next year with Nashville. Yeah, that's all good. Um, we had bright moments. We also had... We also had Robbie Robinson MMA moments on the field. Yep. And then we had a lot more moments where he was hurt. Uh, no ill will, but I think we talked about this at the beginning of the season. I know I brought it up that if Robbie does not stay healthy, he gets moved on from, and here we go, from what I'm seeing. So uh, it could be interesting. Uh, you also have to imagine there's going to be quite a few more parts that are going to start 
disappearing, I am anticipating. I don't know what your thoughts are, but I would anticipate Pizarro is going to be one of those ones that ends up on his way out here sooner rather than later. Yeah, they might just exercise the buyout. Um, I think a lot of people are probably sweating bullets right now. I think the safest ones are the homegrowns coming out of the academy because their salary is so low. They're young. What are they going to do? I mean, $80,000 to them is a million dollars, basically. Um, so, yeah. Other things, you know, we got to keep an eye on these injuries. Um, I'm not sure if, if – uh, the extent of, of Dixon Arroyo's injury yet, or the, the timetable, we'll have to look into that. Uh, Kermashi left a little early. off to see if that was just a knock or just tactical substitution. So a couple things to keep uh, your eye on, but um, let's, uh, let's bring it. Uh, are you got one more? I was going to say breaking news as of right now, Robbie Taylor was just called up by Finland for the UEFA Euro qualifiers. So congratulations, Robbie. Uh, massive call up for him. And then we also just want to touch base on the fact that Leo was called up to the Ecuador national team for their June friendlies. And we would be remiss. We would be remiss if we did not give a major shout out to our boy, the Sticks God, Big Draco, making the U.S. men's national team roster once again. Uh, you know, congratulations, Drake. Definitely well-deserved. Hopefully we can see him in net here soon. But, um, yeah, there's downward downward trend for the club on the club level, but the players are getting recognized for their talent at the international stage. So that's, that's awesome. Let's uh, let's get into you bringing it back. Only fans, let's do a, power, a little speed oh, round are, right here. We are doing the speed round of Only Fans. Jay, first question for you, sir. Who do you think shines with Messi uh, arriving at the club? Ooh, I like that Kermashi. Messi Argentinian connection. I really do. I think Messi could unlock another level of Campana as well. Um, Yosef still might struggle, but I would, uh, most excited about, uh, uh, Kermashi. I think they're going to be playing well off each other. Do you think Messi will get the captain's armband right away? <laughs> oh, I mean, Gregory went down. I don't see why not. That might've worked into the contract. What do you think? Uh, I don't see how he doesn't. Okay, fair. I, I, I don't think anybody will hold that away from him. No, right? no one will be upset or surprised. No. Predictions for Messi in the second half of the season. How many goals? How many assists? Oh, I'm going to go. Oh, can I just go with, um, I'm going to go 10. I'm going to go 10 goals and assists. Cut it however you want. Oh, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ten goals, five assists, because I am okay. just overly optimistic today. I want um, to be, but I'm trying to be reserved. <laughs> Here's a good one for you. What's gonna be our excuse when Cruz Azul wins? <laughs> <laughs> uh, he just got here. He needs time to get adjusted to the league, even though he's playing a team that's in the Mexican league. Got to get used to his teammates, man. Two more fun questions. When do we make a move for Lewis Morgan, and why is he superior to Di Maria? Oh. <laughs> Uh, when do we make a move for him? Uh, next year, once all the sanctions are gone, once we have the roster moves figured out, and we'll hopefully find a way to bring him back. Why he is superior to Angel Di Maria is because I mean, that's the flying Scotsman right there, man. That's the fan favorite from day one. You know, Lewis Morgan is is the goat of the club right now, the, the great white buffalo, the one that got away. We want him back. We want him back now. I will say I do have insider information that he is down for the next two months with a partially torn hip flexor. Ooh. So, yeah, uh, well wishes to Lewis. And he uh, just came he back from an injury, too. That's tough. Yeah, apparently during the run out the other Miami match, he felt pain afterwards from what I'm understanding, and so he's down the next couple months, which sucks. Um, he's a spirit of Di Maria because Di Maria wasn't a fraud at United, and Lewis hasn't been to United, so therefore Lewis is greater than Di Maria in my book. Um, last question. From our fan group, Jay, will you forget about us when you're sailing your yachts and flying in your Gulf streams? Me? Yes. <laughs> no, I'll never forget because, about you. Because of the massive amount of, you know, and, and shout out, we're going to kind of segue out, you know, shout out to all of you who follow us on Twitter and Instagram. It was a crazy night last night. Uh, mm -hmm. I had to turn my phone off at work. Uh, you know, we, we do this for you guys. We do this for the supporters. We do this for the fans. We are the podcast that is in with the regular Joes, the, the fan base. We are up in the North stand with you. Uh, you know, living it up with the fan base. Uh, I will not forget you. Jay might, because he doesn't know that lifestyle from the Kentucky money he used to have. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, man, no, I will never forget it. I am a, I'm day one. I'm with the homies, man. I'm I'm with the uh, I'm with La Familia. I'm with all the fans, all the community. Uh, I always will be. 
I'll never forget you. None of this is going to go to our heads, the increase in followers or listens. There's a lot of fans coming in. You know, will they be here in two and a half years? You know, well, we might see all of our followers heavily decline or our listens heavily decline once Messi uh, is no longer playing for us. So, no, I'm not. That's not the way I am. I love you guys. I'll always be there for you guys. I'll always be uh, locking arms with you and fighting the good fight. And please keep in mind, too, we know we've had a little bit of a rough patch over the past couple of weeks. We are parents. We are doing this for free. We are doing this out of the, the the love for the game, the love for the club. So if we disappear for a week, it's not because we don't want to. We have a lot of commitments on our end, but we're here for you. We love you. We're here for the game. We're here for the club. And yeah. Uh, yeah. And now that Messi's here, like Mercedes, reach out to us and sponsor us and slide us a free G-Wagon or something. Come on, do something. We got Messi now. Now's your opportunity may- to strike. I may have deleted that message and took advantage of it when you didn't get a chance to see it. So, <laughs> Fair bad, enough. Well, <laughs> that, uh, that brings us to a, a wrap for now. We'll uh, regroup after this weekend's game. Obviously, we had, um, you know, wanted to, to get on the mic, right? I, I think a, a lot of people were have been discussing this for a day, so I wanted to just share our thoughts. We will be back with you shortly. As always, if you don't follow us already, check us out on Twitter at intermia Podcast and on Instagram at Enter Miami Podcast. A lot of people have been flooding to that Twitter. Don't forget to follow the Instagram. That's where all of our live streams, reels, everything going on from the stadium during game day, all those fun things you're going to want to witness from afar. Uh, that's the way to view it. Uh, and as we end every single episode, vamos, Miami. Vamos, Leo Messi. Man, I like